Welcome to the Second Course Podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Hey everybody, greetings, salutations, and Happy New Year. It's Nathan. I'm here with Barkef and Michael once again kicking off the next 12 months of Coppell Bible's the Second Course Podcast. We're back. We, we are go. back we after a week off for Christmas break. Hope you guys had a good one. Christmas break and New Year. Christmas break and New Year. Mm-hmm. How you are go. you guys doing? Uh, hey, we're here. The, the energy year has begun. The energy level is <laughs> high. Are. It's yes, palpable yes, yes. in the yes, room. You yes. can hear it. We're so ex- we're exci- Just slightly excited. Slightly excited. Because you know what? The beginning of the new year is a great thing because you know you know there's stuff coming, mm-hmm. good maybe sometimes difficult but you can handle it. Well, it also is great because it really is a restart. Yeah, it's you a restart. A you get a new look chance. Back and go. All right, what worked, what didn't, what needs to be better. And we have and done our two hours of looking back, and now we've got 365 of going forward. <laughs> so let's kick it's off. It's actually a leap year. So. Oh, it is a leap year. No, so I'm okay, I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard about leap year since I was in high school. So Me I don't neither. Know if that even happens anymore. Yeah. yeah. So who knows? <laughs> yeah, since, since high school, you don't know if it happens. Yeah. Anymore. We got rid of leap year, and we're working on daylight <laughs> someone, savings. Someone, <laughs> someone lost a birthday at some point. We got rid of leap year. Um, there we go. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you know what? Because it's a new year, it's a new series for us. We kicked one off this past Sunday with Barkef, which was an excellent kickoff. I loved it. And it that is, we are in the book of Titus. Absolutely. Yeah. There we go. So, Titus chapter go. one, verses uh, one through four. Yeah, we made it. Well, Titus is pretty small, so you got to stretch it out. So <laughs> We're not complaining. <laughs> Barkef did four verses this yeah, week. It's pretty deep, though. Yeah. It's no, deep. it's deep. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was a great, it was a great intro to it. I, uh, I was really digging on it. And, yeah, uh, it was real good. So in order for us to get into this new year, we're going to have to get you to run us into this new series. So yeah. I'm going to hand the mic over to Barkef, let you go. <laughs> hand it to me. Where is it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's in spirit. <laughs> it's in spirit. The mic that has been one inch from your mouth. Yes, this it is it, the one that's already been there. I'm now yielding the floor to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So we stepped into Titus and Titus is a protege of the apostle Paul and he was given an assignment, pretty tall uh, assignment that he was given. The idea is that he would go to the island of Crete, and in the island of Crete, he would set up uh, leadership, discipleship, and stewardship at this uh, among the believers. We don't really know uh, exactly when the believers ended up in uh, Crete, possibly through the preaching of uh, the Apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost, because there were Cretans who were in that list in chapter 2 of the book of Acts, and so they would go back to that island, which is uh, near Greece. It's actually the largest of the Greek islands today. It's about 175 miles wide, uh, long and 35 miles wide. It has a number of ports to this very day surrounding the island that are important to the commerce around the Mediterranean Sea. But at the time that Titus is sent there, we have a number of Cretan, both uh, those who are Jews and those who are Gentiles, Cretan believers who possibly were converted on the day of Pentecost and then went back to their island. And yet there are no churches actually set up there. There are just groups of believers here, there, and everywhere. 
But as we look into history, we find out that the Cretan culture was was something to behold. And I use the illustration of the Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> which, by, which by the way, by the way, yeah, and yeah. if they're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> Did you see what happened second service? Do you know what that was about? No, do tell. Do tell. As I understand it, when you said Jack Sparrow from behind us, we heard captain jack sparrow <laughs> and that's what set it all off so again to the to the lovely couple who couldn't pull it together that my wife had to turn around and look at because we were losing it too you know who you are <laughs> so there are historians who have written quite a bit about the, the cretan culture and here's here's just a little taste of it the cretan culture was notorious in the ancient world the people in the culture of Crete were infamous for treachery and greed. Mm. Most of the men of the island had served as mercenary soldiers to the highest bidder among the Roman army, or any army for that matter. One of the Greek words for being a liar came to be known as kritzizo, that is, to be a Cretan or to act the Cretan. So you would actually just, rather than call somebody a liar, you just call <laughs> them a Cretan. The island of Crete was known to be unsafe and plagued by violence and sexual corruption. So mm. you can Im imagine it. It was like going to the Pirates of the Caribbean. And so these are the believers who the Apostle Paul is sending Titus to and saying, look, you need to set up some leadership here because mm -hmm. these people have, <laughs> have not been transformed by the renewing of their minds, which, by the way, reminds us that to be a believer and to be a disciple are two different things. Mm -hmm. A believer is someone who simply has placed his or her faith in Jesus Christ upon his testimony about himself, that he is the giver of life and he has fully paid for the sins of the world. And so once someone makes uh, the determination that they have been persuaded that this is reality and truth, mm -hmm. they belong to him forevermore and he belongs to them forevermore. But we are not, and all of us have this experience, the moment we trust Christ, although there's great joy that fills our heart, we're not radically transformed at that moment. Mm -hmm. We need to, to learn the truth and now become yeah. in line with what the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit is inculcating into our lives. In fact, that's why, and I highlighted this, what uh, Romans says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And do, speaking to believers, Paul says this, Do, my, do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. So the idea is he's helping them to be counter-cultural. And we talked about the idea that we, even today, need to be faithfully counter-cultural. And so that's why he sends uh, Titus and has Titus. In chapter 1, we see him uh, addressing the issue of leadership. In chapter 2, we see him addressing the issue of discipleship, and in chapter 3, we see him addressing the issue of stewardship, and of course, we'll break that down much further as we go along. But in the process, we find that we, too, have these similar issues. I mean, we're all pirates in our heart of hearts <laughs> before we trust Christ, mm -hmm. and we're not radically transformed until we are taught and instructed and encouraged in the truth of the Word of God. And so we mm -hmm. stepped into that. And in these first four verses, as Paul steps into it, he basically encourages, how are we going to be faithfully countercultural? Mm -hmm. Some might ask, well, do we really need to be countercultural? Well, I illustrated the issue that at one point, 
we could say, of the United States of America that we actually held to a Judeo-Christian ethic. Mm -hmm. And in reality, we, we have to admit that as a nation, that no longer seems mm. to be true. Mm. And I illustrated that with uh, Fred Rogers of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, who mm -hmm. was on PBS, public broadcast station, for 33 years. And numerous times during that time, he would sing little songs to those preschoolers who were sat in front of their TV by their moms and, uh, you know, here's a safe place, somebody's going to talk to you. He was actually a Presbyterian minister, yep. and he would teach really biblical concepts. And at one point, he would sing a little ditty that he wrote, cute little <laughs> song for kids, and here's how it goes. Boys are boys from the beginning. Girls are girls right from the start. Everybody's fancy, everybody's fine. Your body is fancy, and so is mine. Only girls can grow up to be mommies. Only boys can grow up to be daddies. Mm. Now, together, <laughs> we all b breathe this sigh of sadness, realizing that that could not be sung today mm -hmm. by uh, uh, anything on PBS. And so we understand our culture has radically changed. How are we now going to be countercultural to personally and corporately hold on yeah. to the truth as the Scripture would have it? And so... Paul addresses in these first four verses, and I'm not going to read them, I'll just give the highlights, yeah. in that we embrace God's provision of a church home, that we embrace God's promise that this is not all there is, that we'll keep an eternal perspective, and that we embrace our privilege to be used of him to share the truth of the Word of God in our sphere of influence, wherever there it is, whether it's on a baseball team, a soccer team, a volleyball team, whether it's with my next-door neighbor, at work, at home, uh, family gatherings, any opportunity we have, we want to say, God, we want you to use us for your kingdom yeah. purposes. So that was the, that's the general overview. I hope you guys get to listen to the message and, uh, and enjoy that a little bit more depth. But uh, mm -hmm. that was the overview. And it was almost as long as the sermon was, because the sermon yeah, was short. Yeah, like literally, you guys just heard the whole sermon it in was, its entirety. <laughs> I, was, I was slightly shocked when we got to prayer time at the end, and I thought, where's the band? Are they ready for this? Yeah. But it was also it was because it was it like left you wanting more, which you're getting to that mm -hmm. this right. next week. That's right. Well, um, I think that's good with an overview, man. It was just oh, like yeah. tight, concise, here's what it well, is, it boom, been, let's it move been on. been probably too much content to keep going mm -hmm. into what you're covering this next week yeah. so it's a perfect little segue stop there uh build that foundation and then springboard off of it next and week. and of course we made the decision that uh, this first sunday in the new year knowing that a lot of people would still be traveling mm -hmm. that would have would give our sunday school teachers for the children's ministry the week uh, weekend yeah. off and so we had a lot of young folks in the message. I teased to the parents that I'd only take two hours, they'd be fine. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but no, we parents purposely... Uh, goose eggs. Yeah, we kept it short for the for the children in the room. At the same and, time, it was a good... Uh, I think there was a lot of... Uh, it was... Oh, boy. It's January 2nd. <laughs> what is this thing we're doing called? A podcast? Anyway. <laughs> No, I, I felt like it, it was it was well structured to hit all age groups, and and I think that's something that that kids can can grasp is like you're learning things or hearing things that don't ring true necessarily to what's real, what right. what the real that's world right. is, and it's interesting that 
you know, the things you, you, you use the Fred Rogers example in at Fred Rogers time, the opposite of that would have been countercultural. Right. Mm. But now, well, now it's, now we are, we've now shifted. That's exactly. And, uh, that's a, that's a fascinating place to be in because it's still presented as countercultural, that opposing view. And it's like, well, no, actually it's, it's the other way. It it is kind of the mainstream now. It is the mainstream, but we we need to be countercultural in that we know that the world system is still under the control of the evil one. And Mm -hmm. therefore, uh, at every opportunity, darkness uh, tries to overtake the light. Yeah. And our job is to make sure that the light shines brightly. And it is a 24-7 job. Yeah. Especially if you have job. kids and yeah. what you said, you know, both services about, well, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, that was 30 years in the making. You can't, yeah. it's not even that you can't even say what he was saying now. Right. It's that the opposite is about the only thing you can say. Mm-hmm. That's right. And so me with three daughters, oldest being nine, uh, you know, any TV show now? Yeah, we um, Allie and I have to do research to go. All right, let's can we let's talk about this? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's the it's not the same ideas as Mr. Rogers. Hey, someone's going to be here. He's going to teach you some things. Yeah. It'll be good for you. I can trust this. I can yeah, have confidence longer, in yeah. this, and I can walk away and go do what I need to get done. Now mm-hmm. it's like I don't even. Uh, and there, there's all these other things that it, it, maybe not even what they exactly say. <clears throat> But there's even things that how people look and dress and the innuendos and things there that you're mm-hmm. going, wow, 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 wow. It's just so prevalent. So yeah. it is literally, yeah. uh, even if you're not a parent, but if you are, it's a 24-7 job to be countercultural but but have to be on top of it. Yeah, well, I think, and, oh, go ahead. I was just say it's a 24-hour-a-day uh, job for us to not, you know, without even realizing, slipping in mm-hmm. to a non-truth position. Yeah. It's because it's coming at us so hard and fast, and it comes th- through humor as well as mm-hmm. song and any, any way you can think of it, that w- we can suddenly realize, wait, well, wait a minute. That's not true. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, and there is a reality that it feels like it, it could suddenly happen. Mm-hmm. And we're blindsided, but you know some of the things we're dealing with today. Because I'm a giant sci-fi geek, some of those things, guys like Arthur C. Clarke and Isaac Asimov were writing decades ago Long that ago. this was what was coming. Here's what's going to happen. So being rooted in the truth, mm-hmm. you can see the trend going mm-hmm. and make the shift of saying, okay, uh, you know, I'm holding to the biblical truth, the foundation of which God has established. And I see these things, I can prepare myself for that by being constantly rooted in it. I'm now prepared to be that countercultural right. voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not having to play catch up. Exactly. Well, yeah. that's what I love about Titus because you, you hit the nail on the head with being countercultural and he's going into a place mm-hmm. like Crete, mm-hmm. which you kept saying, obviously, Pirates of the Caribbean. I was like, just one time slipping Pirates of the Mediterranean. Exactly. Did they exactly. have real pirates? Yeah, I'm sure they did. They anyway, so everybody, well, everybody yeah, has their pirates. Everybody has their pirates. But I wonder if the pirates ever got in battles. Like, Caribbean and the Mediterranean pirates right. came together and fought <laughs> pretty far. Pretty far. That's a whole other podcast. But all that, <laughs> well, all that to yeah, say, back probably, I don't know, Five six years ago, after right. Juju and Allie and I were like, "Hey, should yeah. we have another kid?" And like, okay, you start come up with names, and and I've always said Titus because it's such a strong name, but yeah. it's because yeah. his character, right? And, and what mm-hmm. Paul believed in how, yeah, the truth of of what Paul says in these books, um, but specifically just knowing that Titus is the man that he is, mm-hmm. that he can go into that place that probably not a lot of people could go into. That's right. Yeah, even at a younger age, and represent. Christ well exactly uh, and stand strong be faithfully counter cultural in a place that is 
intimidating in almost mm-hmm. every way. And it probably feels like you take one step forward and 20 steps back. Right. Um, and, and so to go in and go, all right, this is, what, this is what I'm called to do. This is my mission right now. And to do that, I've always loved that. And so when, you, when you're bringing that out, I was so thankful because as he's getting to in chapter 2, you alluded to the discipleship piece. There's in the countercultural piece, like that. There's some stuff that he's going to say. Hey, yeah. this is how people are acting, and this is not how we're supposed to act. Exactly. There's some stuff mm-hmm. that, and I, it'll. I just think it'll be good and breath of fresh air for us to see some of that, and to mm-hmm. be able to go. All right, am I hitting these qualities in in my life, or am I not? And if I'm not, am I allowing culture yeah. to kind of dictate my actions and my thoughts and my ways, or do I need to go back to being faithfully countercultural, like Titus, this man of men? Coming in, understanding his mission, staying strong. So I'm excited to get into yeah. that. But you hit the nail on the head on this one. Yeah. No, and, I, hey, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you go. <laughs> I'll go. I want you to talk. Hey, I'll have something. Hey, to say. you know what? I've said more than I normally do, no, so I better no, stop no, no, now before I say something. Well, at not this at point, all. y'all lost your points. Yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, I'll I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> Please take it. What's great about this, though, is instead of us just pontificating about a point. In in you know argument against a position, we're sitting there going, "No, this is what God says. This mm-hmm. is Paul. This goes back. You can't argue against this mm-hmm. because this is what God has established in the terms of how you lead." Because uh, Titus is going to uh-huh. talk about you know leading, mm-hmm. how you respond to this idea of being or how you are countercultural. Mm-hmm. This isn't anything new. Exactly. And we're not just saying this because it's our opinion. Right. We're saying this because we want to be in line and lockstep with what God has called us to be. Which is why Paul says that God, uh, this is true. Uh-huh. He, he says he is truth. What did he say specifically? That's right. Something That's right. like that. But it was in light of the fact that obviously the Greek gods. Well, and I think all... that goes with the bondservant statement. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This isn't coming from my own knowledge. This is because I'm a bondservant well, of God. That's the other thing is in our day and age, truth in the culture is whatever I want it to be. Yeah. And to be faithfully countercultural, you don't have that mindset. That is truth is whatever mm-hmm. I want it to be. Truth is what God says. Yep. Exactly. And we're gonna be, we're, what's going to happen is we're going to find out that, and we, we're a multi-generational church, and we're going to find out when it gets to chapter 2 that he highlights every age uh-huh. category. Mm-hmm. And he has something to say to the older men, to the older women, to the younger women, to the younger men, even to the slaves of that mm-hmm. day. Yeah. He has much to say because they have held on to what is culturally popular, and he's saying, no, 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 that's not mm-hmm. where we're coming from anymore. Yeah. We have a new way of thinking. We have a new way of seeing this world different from all of our peers, what our peers are doing. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I think we're going to find out together, because I certainly do, and just in reading through it, oh, I've let some stuff slip mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I'm with yeah, you. Because yeah. so I'm, I'm preaching that. Yeah. <clears throat> that passage, and so mm-hmm. obviously I've been looking and studying going, Holy smokes! There, mm. I'm looking at it Stuff going. Stuff is creeping in. I got some work to do before I preach on this in two Sundays. Yeah. You know, you're just That's thinking exactly about right. it, and so. And I'm looking forward to that because you know, knowing what the younger guys were supposed to do, yeah, I'm yeah. excited. You're 50 now. You're at the older <laughs> camp. Oh man, I'm still dealing with it. Yeah, I love that Barkef is allowing me to preach the one that speaks to old women. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. No, what? dignified, yeah. dignified ladies. The Michael's women. translation here. I'll put that up on the screen. I can't believe you. Just, I, oh, I, I I'm wait. That's the podcast. I can't wait for. <laughs> can yeah. somebody? We're, we're gonna get so many questions. On Michael, that. can you pull up the plane? 
plane right now because we're, <laughs> we're flying at the mountain. All right, so let me tell the old women how to act. Quit <laughs> oh gossiping God. and drinking wine. I'm like, what Ooh. am I supposed to do here? Thank you. No, no, no. Actually, what's what's fun about it the is... The desperate housewives. Are, yeah, no. <laughs> hey, we, what's fun about it is... And maybe not fun. No, no, I hope no, no one's irritated. But the truth is, it is actually very applicable and it's good for all to know, even mm-hmm. not just the men part to men or the young men yeah. part, but all of it together. Because mm-hmm. as a church body, the, as Titus is writing about elders in a church, yeah. you want it to be as healthy as possible. Absolutely. I need to know how everything's supposed to work and what That's it should right. look like. And so, yeah, there's mm-hmm. a there's a key uh, key characteristics for me mm-hmm. as I would consider a young man, and there's key characteristics <laughs> for you, Nathan, as I, as I consider. <laughs> 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 Dignified oh, ladies, fuck. the dignified ladies, ladies of the church, <laughs> and those around my wife's age, the young ladies. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a piece for all of us, and I think it will be interesting oh, to get into. Yeah. Oh, I see interesting yeah. and meaning yeah. more. So everybody, more. leave leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> come to church in two weeks, and hopefully come oh, back. No. You know, there's a reason I'm going to be in Belize. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Hey, we talked about it at staff retreat. Yeah. Like, All right, Titus 2, 1 through 10. And everyone's like, I'm not touching it. I'm like, you're like, I'm gone. Brent's like, I'm gone. I was like, oh, boy. Here you'll we be go. Able to, you'll be able to see the smoke uh, from Belize. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> no, he's going to get yeah. at the airport to get on the plane, and I'm going to be showing up in Belize and being like, I'm, I moved. No, oh, I, we're going to land this thing. <laughs> okay, hey, back to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> going to meet us at the airport and say, Michael, it's nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to go see him real quick? Oh, <laughs> man. His last breath. Oh, yes. oh. Okay, well, that seems like a good place. <laughs> It'll <to> be great. <laughs> <laughs> so all that to say, Barkep did a wonderful job <laughs> this last week. Barkep did a wonderful job, <laughs> but be here for Michael's. <laughs> That's right. The plane oh. that Barkep started us in is, is flying real well, and we're going to see yeah. how many weeks we can go. I'm just going to be sitting there your week, just like cutting, you know, stop, stop. It's, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you know what? First podcast back. I'm glad we're laughing. So yeah. this has been yeah. this has been fun. A lot but, of uh, fun coming. Yeah. You know what? I mean, we're only two days in. It's already a good year. Well, you know what? We, I mean, honestly, this is the first podcast in a couple of weeks because we didn't even talk about Christmas. We didn't talk about Christmas, I, which I, I heard was incredible. Yeah, I want to say to Jenny. Absolutely. Oh, Jenny Marcy. Jenny, director, yeah. Marcy and the other ladies who are helping. The kids program was the hit Amazing. of the Sunday. It was. Amazing. It was so fun, so uh, funny. I was hearing stuff where I was that how great it was. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was just fun. <clears throat> One service, we were mm-hmm. an unbelievably packed house. There was people sitting on the stairwell, <laughs> <laughs> let alone standing. And yeah, 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 it was a packed house. Can we do so a fun. Christmas Eve under the oaks? Or would that be too much? I don't know, man. Yeah, well, it be wouldn't be under cool. the oaks. It'd be out in the <laughs> field. Out the field. <laughs> Some would be under the oaks. The rest, <laughs> the rest would be port, on the corner on yeah. Freeport yeah. Parkway. Yeah, yeah. Sandy Lake. Yeah. Well, yeah, I heard it was awesome. So. No, it was. It was a good. It's yeah. been a good last Sweet. two. And technically, Sweet. your sermon was still 2023, but it was a. It was a great end of the year. That's true. It was. Really was. And, mm-hmm. and uh, now Sweet we're kicking time. off. Now we're kicking off the the new year. You guys there got a go. trip to Belize going. Yep, on. Belize yeah. is coming up. Mission trip, and y'all leaving two weeks. Two uh, weeks. Yeah, two weeks. The Saturday before I preach. Yeah. All right. I'm checking out before you check in. I try. No, you're checking in before he checks out. 
I was trying to get Brian to preach that one. And you couldn't. I was like, it. I want to go on the Belize mission trip. And no. he was like, ah, oh, man, I got something I can't. I was, like, oh. yeah. I was hoping to put it off on him. Yep. Didn't work yep. out. Because so. I already knew what you were trying to do. So I was like, well, nope, don't even ask. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can just tell you, that's what the Lord wants. So yeah, he does. He does. I, I heard him say it. Hopefully he wants me to keep the job, too. So we'll yeah. see how he sets it up in two weeks. Well, all that to say. We love you. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. We Happy are having a blast. We have a blast with you. So uh, we look forward to seeing you Sunday. Happy New Year once again. Thank you for listening. And uh, again, take care. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you.